Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We have resumed the new uh, book, the book of Daniel, okay? And we've looked at most of the first chapter. We're going to finish the first chapter today. Let me remind you of the context to where you can see what the whole setting of the book is, okay? Uh, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had come along and besieged uh, Jerusalem. He did that three separate times <coughs> until finally Jerusalem uh, collapsed. And it was over a period of years, a period of 15 years or so. Jehoiakim was the king of Judah at that time. And so Nebuchadnezzar defeated him, put in a uh, a vassal king, okay, a substitute kind of king that was under his thumb, hauled Jehoiakim back to Babylon along with vessels out of the treasury of the temple. And then Nebuchadnezzar placed those in the treasury of his God. The king then ordered Ashpenaz, the chief of his officials, okay, the chief of his officials, to bring some of these sons of Israel. So we see that some other people were captured too. And they were from the royal family and the nobles. So he took the cream of the crop here. And he says, hey, you know, I want some of these guys. Nebuchadnezzar did. And he said, look for the ones that have no defect. <clears throat> They're good looking. Uh, sh- they show intelligence. Okay, I want some smart guys <clears throat> that are endowed with understanding and knowledge and have the ability to serve the king's court. And I want you to teach them uh, the literature and the language of the Chaldeans. In other words, I want them to be my court servants. And he, the king appointed for them uh, from his table. They ate his food. They drank his wine. And he said, I want you to educate them for three years. And then we find out that there were four of these men that were selected. And they were young folks, probably in their mid-teens. And it was Daniel, Hanani, Mishael, and Azariah. Well, the first thing that the commander of the officials did was give them new names. Gave them Babylonian names. Daniel's was Belteshazzar. Hananiah's was Shadrach. Mishael's was Meshach. And Azariah was Abednego. But Daniel, when he found out what was going on, he determined and made up his mind that he wasn't going to defile himself with the good food from the king because he didn't know where that food had come from. He didn't know if it had been offered to some pagan god or what. So he, he approached the commander of the officials, and he says, man, the commander of the officials says, I don't want to lose my head over that over that, that whole thing. You know? And I'm, you know that commander of the officials, I'm assuming that's Ashpenaz, the chief of his officials that we saw in verse 3. Well, he says, I don't want to do that. Well, then Daniel says something to the overseer whom the commander of the officials had appointed over Daniel. So this is the guy, the immediate guy over Daniel. And Daniel says, hey, put us to the test. Let us just eat vegetables, and then you compare. Well, the guy did it. And Daniel and these three were much stronger after 10 days. Now, we pick up the story in verse 17. As for these four youths, God gave them knowledge, intelligence in every branch of literature and wisdom. Daniel even understood all kinds of visions and dreams. So you see that it's God that gave them this, okay? Again, we saw that earlier, that God gave them knowledge, intelligence, and every kind of literature and wisdom. And he also granted unto Daniel understanding of all kinds of visions and dreams. Verse 18, then at the end of the days, when the king has specified, remember those three years which he'd specified, for presenting them, the commander of the officials presented them before Nebuchadnezzar. A little graduation here, right? Verse 19. The king talked with them, and out of them all, not one was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. 
So they entered the king's personal service. So this confirms what we had thought earlier, that there was a group of these young men. It wasn't just these four right here, but there was a group of them that had been trained, that had undergone some things. It was confirmed when we saw the whole thing of the uh, menu that they were eating, right? Because they were being compared with others. So there's a whole group of men here. When it's all said and done, at the end of the three-year period, they're brought before the king. And the king talks with them. And he finds out that there's not any that compare these four right here. So verse 19 tells us they entered the king's personal service, not only to serve the court, okay, the various things overall, but his own personal service. So what you're going to see in the book of Daniel, we already see from this moment right here, is that Daniel winds up being at the right hand of the seat of power. And Daniel is a phenomenal uh, book to learn and to see how one can be a true believer, can follow the word of the Lord and the ways of the Lord in the midst of a pagan society, in the midst of unbelievers, and that you can do so without compromise. It shows how uh, uh, such a person is actually exalted within a, a kingdom of unbelief. Okay, we're going to see that. Now, the last two verses. Verse 20, as for every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king consulted them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and conjurers who were all in all his realm. So he finds these four guys ten times <laughs> sharper. I don't know what standard you do. I think that's just probably some poetic hyperbole right there to give us understanding that they were a lot better. Then the magicians and the conjurers, you think, well, who are these guys? Well, you're going to see them a lot in the book. Uh, the, uh, the magicians are literally diviners. They're astrologers. has an idea of a writer, particularly one who possesses occult knowledge, okay? Occult knowledge. It was highly prevalent in Egypt, associated with Egypt. The same thing you see there with Moses and the plagues, those magicians and all that. But here they are in Babylon. So it's that type of demonic power. So magicians and conjurers, a conjurer is a necromancer. Wow, how does that help? Or an enchanter, an astrologer. It's one that has the ability to call forth from the dead. It's sometimes it's translated as an exorcist. It's one that has the ability to manipulate and call forth spirits. It's a conjurer of spirits. And so what's being said here is, is that the wisdom and the understanding of these four was far better that all the magicians and conjurers that were in Nebuchadnezzar's realm. Well, how could that be? <laughs> well, think about it for a moment, okay? Because their wisdom and their understanding and their knowledge was given by God. Remember we saw that? It was given by God. This other is demonic, is not of God. Now, the last verse of the first chapter, Daniel chapter 1, verse 21, and Daniel continued until the first year of Cyrus the king. So what we have defined here in the first chapter is how they wound up where they were, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, how they got started, how they were trained. And then it tells us about the balance of Daniel's life, saying that he continues in this role and this function until the first year of Cyrus the king. Another king from another kingdom, from another country that comes and conquers them many, 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 many years later. But it's letting us know at the very beginning that this is how long Daniel was in this position. Now, remember, 
the first six chapters of Daniel is a chronology of his life. He just tells his life story and certain vignettes, certain stories from his life. Uh, the last six chapters tell of dreams and visions that he had during his life. So by definition, chapters 7 through chapter 12 take place somewhere in the midst of chapters 1 through chapter 6, right? And we'll see that as we go along. But now we sort of see uh, the table set here. We see what's happening. We see how they wind up where they are. What is it that the Lord desires? But we'll continue in the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you for sharing. I can always tell when you share stuff, I'll mention it. And we'll have a spike here. We had a, a major spike over the weekend of people listening and participating. So continue to encourage folks uh, to join us. And I'll see you in the next episode.